Welcome, everybody, to the number one daily Bitcoin pod. In today's show, I'll be breaking down the latest Bitcoin technical analysis as Bitcoin climbs back above $28,600. I'm also going to be sharing with you a cycle peak between $200,000 and $250,000 per coin. Also, a fun fact, 13 years ago today, the price of Bitcoin topped 10 cents, and it's now up 20 million percent ever since. So a good reminder, when in doubt, Zoom out. Also, breaking news, BlackRock, the world's largest asset manager, just filed an updated Spot Bitcoin ETF app after the SEC feedback. So Gary Gensler, now it's your move. Also, $800 billion standard chartered bank to offer Bitcoin custody for institutional clients in Dubai starting first quarter of 2024. Send it. Also, Max Kaiser says, people always ask me when Bitcoin $220,000 and why. What's happening in the me in Eurasia will crash the global fiat money central bank Ponzi scheme. So the timing is now. $220,000 is a short-term target. Bitcoin is immortal. You can't stop it. Ponzi schemes are fragile and always collapse. Preach. Also in today's show, we'll be discussing Bitcoin's long-term investors now own over 76% of all the Bitcoin for the first time in Bitcoin history. Shout out to all my long-term hodlers. Also, Grayscale files for a new spot Bitcoin ETF on the NYSE. ARCA, as well as Tesla earnings, are revealed, and their Bitcoin bags are untouched as the firm splashes out on AI. We'll also be discussing Elon Musk and Mark Cuban teaming up to contest the SEC trial strategies. I'm also going to be sharing with you a $1 million price target as a result of the approval of a spot Bitcoin ETF within the next three years. I'll be breaking down this timeline. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this plus so much more in today's show. Yo, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost a video show. So if you want the full premium experience with video, visit my YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. And welcome everyone just joining us. This is podcast episode number 1436. I'm your host, JV, and today is October 19th, 2023. But without further ado, now let's dive into today's Bitcoin market watch and check out what is happening in the crypto market, shall we? Checking out Coin360, as you can see here on your screen. We actually have all the major cryptos minus XRP in the green and pumping. Solana leading the pack up 6%, trading above 25 bucks. With Bitcoin hovering above 28,700, looking to retest maybe 29,000 here shortly. So let's pump, pump it up. And checking out CoinMarketCap.com, the current crypto market cap sits at 1.09 trillion, back on the rise with roughly 40 billion in volume in the past 20 hours. We had a Bitcoin dominance at 51.4%, continuing to climb, with the Ether dominance pretty stagnant today at 17.3%. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers of the past 24 hours, Satoshi Vision leading the pack, up 7%, trading above 43 bucks. followed by Solana, up 6%, trading above 25 bucks. followed by Injective, up 6%, trading at $8.54. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers of the past week. Satoshi Vision, INJ, and RLB clearly leading the pack. And checking out the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, one of my favorite indicators, shows that we're currently rated a 52, which is neutral. Yesterday was a 50, last week a 45, and last month a 46 in fear. So there you have it, fam. How many of you are currently bullish on the King Crypto? Let me know. And do you think we'll retest that $30,000 resistance 
anytime soon and climb back above, as you know, the annual high thus far is roughly the $32,000 level. And you all know there are so many bullish catalysts we're on the cusp of right now as we're entering into 2024. So let's break down today's Bitcoin technical analysis, check out the charts and where the Bitcoin price action is likely to go next. And don't forget to give me a shout out in that live chat. Let me know your feedback with the new overlays, the entire fresh new look for crypto news alerts. Holla at your boy. All right. You should be able to see my screen right now. That's J-Pal right there with no lips. <laughs> FYI. Bitcoin kept pressure on 28.5 after the October 19th Wall Street Open ahead of the key speech on the United States economic policy. Here you're looking at the Bitcoin one-hour candle chart. Data from Cointelegraph and TradingView showed Bitcoin price action gaining strength ahead of the commentary by J-Pal, the Fed chairman now due to speak at the economic club of new york at 12 p.m eastern which means he probably already spoke foul paces a complex macroeconomic scenario with 10-year united states bond yields at their highest since 2007 and with the ghost of the 2008 financial finance crisis on market participants radar the extent to which powell's language would be dovish or hawkish was a key talking point quoting lawrence leopard here they can't let the bond route continue prediction powell is on the verge of saying or doing something which is very dovish which will cause a massive rally in the u.s bond market now in the wake of the various data print showing inflation persistent beyond expectations Expectations. The Fed was previously thought to be planning an extended period of high interest rates. And per the latest data from the CME Group Fed Watch tool, the market odds of rates remaining at the current levels at the next meeting of the Federal Open Market Committee on November 1st were nonetheless at 88% versus a mere 11% chance of a further hike. Now, speaking on CNBC's Squawk Box segment, economist Mohammed El Rian suggested that rates should not rise again, a more advantageous outcome to risk assets including crypto, quoting him here, the message to give right now is the Fed is done. We are done. That's what the message should be. Whether he gives it or not, I don't know. That's another story, right? Now, the Bitcoin price movements themselves, meanwhile, stayed locked in place between clouds of liquidity with volatility reduced as a result, quoting analyst and crypto trades. Bitcoin currently being held in between two big walls on finance futures. Open interest rising steadily as the funding rates trend down. Let's see what we'll get after the New York Open today. Now, data from on-chain monitoring resource material indicators confirm that the picture remained the same on the Binance order book, which you can see on your your screen with significant support and resistance levels unchanged in the wake of the volatility that started off the week. Now, traders thus kept an eye open for crossing a more significant line in the sand further from the spot price. Amongst them was Crypto Tony, who highlighted that 28,000 and 29,000 targets, respectively, as he outlines here on X. These are the key levels for you to keep your eye on, legends. So 29,000 flip into support to long or short if we lose the lows at 28,000. And uh, again, let me know if you're currently bullish or bearish on that King Crypto. You already know I am bullish as all heck. Now, Stock Money Lizard shared a pretty awesome uh, target here. Our targets are backed up by the Fibonacci extension, which were also correct in the past cycle. The current cycle targets pre-having between 45 and 50,000 per Bitcoin. Cycle peak between 200 and $250,000 per Bitcoin. Now we're talking as I'm anticipating a multiple six-figure Bitcoin price for this cycle peak. But let me know if you agree or disagree. Now for a fun fact. 13 years ago today, fam, the price of Bitcoin topped a whopping 10 cents, and now it's up 20 million percent ever since. A great reminder when in doubt, 
to zoom out. And breaking news, BlackRock, the world's largest asset manager, just filed an updated Spot Bitcoin ETF app after the SEC feedback. So now, Gary Gensler, it's your move. What's it going to be? And it doesn't stop there. $800 billion standard chartered bank to offer Bitcoin custody for institutional clients in Dubai in the first quarter of 2024. And guess who is the primary shareholder of standard chartered bank? You guessed it, BlackRock, the world's largest Asset manager. Wild, right? Now, quoting Max Kaiser, he recently tweeted, people always ask me, when Bitcoin $220,000 and why? What's happening in the me and Eurasia will crash the global fiat money central bank Ponzi scheme. So the timing is now. $220,000 is a short-term target. Bitcoin is immortal. You can't stop it. Ponzi schemes are fragile and always collapse preach. Now, where are my long-term hodlers at? I'm pretty stoked to see a new statistic that this is an all-time high record. 76% of the Bitcoin supply is in the hands of the long-term hodlers. And you, can you say incoming supply shock? Let's break this baby down. And if you're a long-term hodler, put LTH in that live chat. I'll give you a shout-out in a little bit. Bitcoin is becoming scarcer than ever, whether you're a price speculator or new to the market. The latest data from on-chain analytics firm Glassnode shows a record portion of the available Bitcoin supply is locked up in long-term storage. Let's go. At more than 76%, the Bitcoin long-term hodlers control more of the Bitcoin supply than at any point in Bitcoin history. Can you say bullish? Despite the supply increasing with every block in percentage terms, the low time preference Bitcoin investor cohort has a record market presence. As noted by Charles Edwards, the founder and quantitative Bitcoin and digital asset fund Capre Ole Investments, the achievement marks a first in Bitcoin's lifespan, quoting him here, a record 76.2% of the benchmark, or I'm sorry, of the Bitcoin network is locked up with long-term hodlers today. Topping the record set in 2015, less liquid supply means the same people are bidding on less coins. You do the math. And here's the actual tweet he shared on X. Less liquid supply means the same people are bidding on less coins. Facts. Now, how many of you have been accumulating like a mofo? Look at these charts. I mean, it's a great indicator as, you know what I mean? Bitcoin becomes more and more scarce. There's more and more diamond hands, naturally. Edwards referenced the knock-on effect of the long-term hodler record that coins available for other market participants obviously are getting more rare. And Glassnode chart shows that the long-term hodlers increasing their Bitcoin exposure dramatically from mid-2021 onward, hodling through the entirety of the subsequent bear market, only during brief periods since has the percentage of the supply that they control decreased. Now, Cointelegraph, meanwhile, added that Edwards... Uh, while the demand for Bitcoin itself fluctuates, the trend trajectory is clear. Quitting him here. I don't mean demand is the same as 2015. I mean that for the same given demand and a reduced supply means the price must go up. Supply slash demand economics. And he makes a great point. Stock the flow, supply demand. And he's quoted sharing here. But in reality, demand has increased quite a lot since 2015. So it should put even more upward pressure on the price for this cycle. We have never had the Bitcoin supply this constricted going into to a having you damn right cannot wait for april of 2024 fam it's going to be lit the opposite end of the spectrum to the long-term hodlers which is the short-term hodlers aka speculators are also of a major interest to market observers the realized price of the short-term hodler cohort functioned as support during much of this year and this week fresh data shows that the trend continues to remain in play the short-term hodler realized price the price at which all short-term hodlers own coins last moved 
sits at just below 27,000, and Bitcoin breaking above it this week is an important bullish impetus according to the latest analysis. Now, as Cointelegraph and TradingView shows, Bitcoin is holding 28,000 support after hitting two-month highs. And in August, meanwhile, the historically low Bitcoin exposure amongst the short-term hodler entities was already on the radar. So let's freaking go. I mean, naturally, you want to follow the smart money, and the smart money equals long-term hodlers. What are all the long-term hodlers do? Doing what they do best. HODL, be thy name. You already know, fam. So if you want to get wrecked, follow the short-term HODLers and sell your precious Bitcoin to the likes of Fidelity, BlackRock, MicroStrategy, etc. Pick your weapon. I choose the HODL at the end of the day because that's the name of the game. Bitcoin is as simple as dollar cost averaging and not trading or letting go of your stash in exchange for whatever altcoin chase or pump your praying is going to happen as the majority of the traders tend to get wrecked, but you already know I'm preaching to the choir fam. And with that being shared, now let's break down our next story of the day and discuss the latest details with the Grayscale ETF. If you didn't know, Grayscale is the largest hodler of Bitcoin in the world. Their product, GBTC, owns over 600 thousand BTC. That's pretty substantial. So let's break this baby down. Massive shout out to everyone in that live chat. Now, major crypto investment firm Grayscale Investments has filed a new application with the United States Securities and Exchange Commission for a new spot Bitcoin ETF. Let's go. October 19th, Grayscale submitted the S3 form registration statement with the SEC intending to list the shares of Grayscale Bitcoin Trust on the New York Stock Exchange, ARCA, under the ticker symbol GB. TC. The new filing aligns with Grayscale's ongoing effort to convert its Grayscale Bitcoin trust into a Bitcoin spot ETF. According to a statement by Grayscale, quoting them here, we remain committed to working collaboratively and expeditiously with the SEC on behalf of GBTC's investors. The latest S3 registration statement is a shorter filing version of a typical form S1 statement that targets the initial public offering of equity securities registered under the Securities Act. Now, GBTC, however, is eligible to use Form S3, a shorter filing that incorporates by reference its SEC disclosures and reports because its shares have been registered under the Securities Exchange Act of 1934 since January of 2020, and it meets the other requirements of the form, according to Grayscale. Now, the firm mentioned that Grayscale would be able to convert GBTC to an ETF and issue shares on a registered basis once the NYSE ARCA 19B4 app is approved and the Form S3 must be declared effective by the SEC. So here's what the announcement added. Importantly, Bitcoin, or I'm sorry, importantly, uh, GBTC is ready to operate as an ETF under receipt of these regulatory approvals and on behalf of GBTC investors. Grayscale looks forward to working collaboratively and expeditiously with the SEC on these matters. So Mr. Gary Gensler, again, the ball is in your court. The news comes weeks after the Grayscale and GBTC won an SEC lawsuit for the Spot Bitcoin ETF review with the U.S. Court of Appeals for the District of Columbia, ordering the SEC to explain why, why, Gary, it rejected Grayscale's application back in June of this year. The company also filed with the SEC to list an Ethereum futures ETF in September, but nobody cares about Ethereum ETF, especially futures, fam. We're looking for the Spot Bitcoin ETF, and that's all. Grayscale is one of the several companies seeking the SEC approval to launch the Spot Bitcoin ETF, including companies like R. Investment, BlackRock, Fidelity, amongst others. 
Reserves. And according to Bloomberg intelligence analyst James Safart, BlackRock filed an updated Bitcoin ETF prospectus October 19th, which is today as well, as I shared in the intro of the show. The filing is likely their response to the SEC comments like we have seen from ARK, Fidelity, and others, he said, adding that it brings more confirmation that issuers are in talks with the SEC. So it's a good sign. It's only a matter of time before the spot Bitcoin ETF gets approved. And the million-dollar question becomes, which one is likely to be approved first? Will it be BlackRock, the world's largest asset manager? Could it be Fidelity? I think it's the second largest asset manager with $4.5 trillion. Could it be ARC 21 shares with Kathy Wood? There, uh, the deadline for the SEC to respond now is January 10th, so there's comes the deadline becomes before the other ones? Or do you think they'll all likely get the green light at the same time so that they don't show, um, what's the word, um, allowing one to get the first mover's advantage ultimately, you know what I mean? So keeping it fair within the market space. How do you think that's likely to play out? Let me know, fam. And by what month do you think that ETF will be approved? All I know is if we get this baby approved before the Bitcoin halving, scheduled to take place in April of 2024, game on. 2024 can be the most bullish year in Bitcoin history we have seen for a very long time. So personally, I cannot freaking wait. And with that being shared, fam, now let's break down the next story of the day and discuss the latest with Tesla. They just revealed they didn't dump any of their Bitcoin. They're still holding it, which is definitely a good indicator as well. So let's break this baby down. Electric vehicle maker Tesla made no changes to its sizable Bitcoin holdings for the fifth quarter in a row. However, it has directed more funds to double its company capacity amid artificial intelligence efforts. That's right. They're scaling up some AI. Tesla's Quarter 3 2023 results released on October 18th shows as of September 30th, it held $184 million worth of digital assets, a portion of the $1.5 billion worth of Bitcoin it first bought back in March of 2021. And happy 420, by the way, fam, <laughs> precisely as we're talking about Elon, ironic enough. The latest quarterly results mean it hadn't bought or sold any Bitcoin since its sell-off at around 75% of its holdings in quarter two of last year, when it fetched $936 million for more than 30,000 BTC. And here you can see the balance sheet from Tesla for the third quarter. Now, on the other hand, keep in mind, Tesla reported it had more than doubled the size of its computing power for its AI projects, citing a growing training data set and switching the training of a humanoid robot, Optimus, to AI rather than coded software. Quoting them here, we have co uh, commissioned one of the world's largest supercomputers to accelerate the pace of our AI development with compute capacity more than doubling compared to quarter two. Now, Tesla saw its third quarter earnings and profits missed the Wall Street estimates with reported total revenues of $23.35 billion. While this was up nearly 9% from the previous year period, it missed Zach's investment research estimate of $24.3 billion. Pretty close enough, wouldn't you say? It also missed projected profits with reported earnings per share of $0.66 cents compared to Zach's $0.72 cents estimates. So the total third quarter operating expenses came in at $2.41 billion, marking more than a 13% increase from the last quarter and over a 42.5% increase from the previous year. Now, Tesla's research and development expenses were $1.16 billion in the quarter. Oh my God, that's wild. A 58% jump from last year. It attributed the increases to its Cybertruck, a 
AI and other R&D projects. And at this time, Tesla's currently down uh, roughly, uh, was that 4% on the hour, 12% for the day and trading at $242 per share. How many of you are bullish on Tesla? Let me know. All I know is this, it's a damn good sign when Tesla is not selling their Bitcoin, especially that Elon's a little sus when it comes to being a Bitcoin event, uh, a Bitcoin enemy as it was the ESG FUD he used as an excuse to stop accepting Bitcoin payments from his car company. So we'll see if he ever changes that and starts accepting Bitcoin payments once again. And speaking of Elon Musk, he is partnering up with Mark Cuban, that's right, and they're going after the SEC. So let's break this down before we dive into our $1 million price prediction within the next three years, and I break down this timeline for you. And again, shout out to everyone just joining us today in that live chat. Now, Elon Musk, Mark Cuban, and others have collaboratively submitted a shared amicus brief to the Supreme Court of the United States to raise concerns about the U.S. SEC's approach to conducting internal proceedings without the inclusion of juries. Now, now, Mark Cuban, we all know from Shark Tank, the billionaire crypto investor and decentralized finance advocate who actively engages in the crypto space, and Elon, CEO of Tesla and SpaceX, who recently rebranded Twitter to X, wields influence and controversy in crypto, both assert that these administrative proceedings produce uh, disparate outcomes for individuals facing SEC charges. And consequently, this approach has raised concerns about the potential infringement of the U.S. Constitution's Seventh Amendment right to a jury trial. The context of this legal challenge centers around the SEC versus Jarksy case. Now, George uh, Jarksy, if I'm pronouncing this name right, contends that the Seventh Amendment rights were violated in this specific case. He argues that the SEC's internal uh, adjudication process lacks a jury and is overseen by an administrative law judge appointed by the commission contradicts these rights. This effectively results in a single entity fulfilling the roles of a judge, jury, and enforcer. Well, good for them for going against the SEC. We know the SEC's history with uh, Elon Musk. Uh, Elon Musk says they ultimately put a gun to his head and forced him to lie, which I have shared uh, previously before. Now, Musk Cuban and other amicus curiae highlights a shift in the SEC's approach between 2013 and 2014. They observed that the SEC started handling more cases internally rather than through the federal courts. This change occurred after a string of unsuccessful insider trading cases were tried before the juries. Do you think the SEC is overreaching their power? It seems to be this way, so I'm personally happy that they're doing something about it. Musk is facing his third notable legal dispute with the financial regulatory agency. So again, Musk versus the SEC 3.0. This comes in the wake of the prior lawsuits in 2018 and 2019. And currently, the regulatory body is pursuing the involvement of a federal court to request Musk's tes testimony regarding his acquisition of Twitter with a specific focus on his public statements about the transaction as disclosed in legal records. Now, a lot of you guys probably probably have the same belief as me. You know, he is a proponent for free speech. He ultimately is transforming what Twitter used to be as a controlled, censored network to being able to say anything you want. He brought back a lot of the people who got banned from social media, such as the Tates and et cetera. So maybe this is the way of the, you know, 
powers that be, the SEC, going after him to try to teach him a lesson, put him in his place? I don't know. But what's your honest thoughts and how do you feel this will likely play out? And do you think we can get the power of the law back in the hands of the people versus these regulators who are misusing and overusing and abusing their power, just like the chairman of the SEC, Mr. Gary Gensler? Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below. Yeah. Let me know. And massive shout out again to everyone in that live chat. Now let's break down our breaking story of the day. And that's a $1 million price prediction for the King Crypto on the back of a Bitcoin ETF spot getting approved in 2024. This analyst says within the next three years, we can see a seven-figure Bitcoin price. So let's break this baby down, shall we? Here we go. And again, much love, everyone. Since the Bitcoin price crossed the 50000 mark back in the 2021 bull market, there have been speculations when the price will hit $100,000 and on the extreme end, $1 million per Bitcoin. So over time, various analysts and pundits have put forward their forecasts. But the most recent of these is from a budding economist by the name of Alessandro, who believes the Bitcoin can hit the $1 million mark within the next three years. Send it. Let's freaking go, fam. You already know. So here's what he has to share. He made a post by pointing out that these Bitcoin market cap have climbed rapidly following the fake news of the spot Bitcoin ETF approval, which is fact. Bitcoin climbed above 30000 surging roughly $2,500 within minutes off the back of that false rumor. Now recall on Monday, the media outlet Cointelegraph made that post saying that the US SEC had approved the BlackRock iShares spot Bitcoin ETF filing, which we all know now is false. So following this, the price of Bitcoin instantly surged above 30 Gs, baby. And in a matter of minutes, over 50 billion bucks was added to the crypto market's cap. And as the analyst points out, going by Bitcoin's reaction to this news, which eventually turned out to be fake, the analyst was able to draw a parallel for what might happen when the spot Bitcoin ETFs are actually approved for real. Let's go. Quoting him here, he actually made this post on crypto Twitter. I'm going to read it all to you. Here's what he shared. Main takeaway of today, the Bitcoin market cap went up by more than $50 billion in minutes. And very likely, the money flowing into Bitcoin were less than $500 million, which is a ratio of 100 to 1. A former BlackRock director said we can expect 150 to $200 billion flowing into Bitcoin in three years after the Bitcoin ETFs are finally approved. So keeping this same ratio with $200 billion, we would have a market cap of $21 trillion. Interesting number there, $21 trillion, as we know there is a $21 million finite limited market cap. Anyways, he says the Bitcoin price here would be $1 million per coin with a $21 trillion market cap. Now, surely on the way up, there will be many people selling, but this is already uh, directionally clear how much could be the effect of the Bitcoin ETF being approved. Great point. And someone responded, if you want it to say 21 trillions, you need 21 trillions. Miracles don't exist. And the, the analyst responded, no way. You don't understand how capital markets work. We absolutely don't need 21 trillion of dollars to have a market cap of 21 trillion. And then they're making fun of him. Do you believe in Santa Claus? And he responded again, you don't understand how markets work. Read this article by Bloomberg. Do you really think that today in a few minutes, there were $50 billion flowing into Bitcoin? And the analyst here clearly makes a good point. So he pointed out that his $50 billion increase in the market cap came from around that $500 million injection into the market. That's all it took, meaning the market cap rose at a ratio of 100 to 1, as he pointed out. 
Thus, going by what BlackRock director and CEO Larry Fink said about the spot Bitcoin ETF triggering $150 to $200 billion uh, worth of capital to flow into the asset, he explained that this would put the Bitcoin market cap at $21 trillion, and at a $21 trillion market cap, the price of each Bitcoin would be going for $1 million per coin. Now, when will that happen? Million dollar question. When Fink made his forecast that 150 to 200 billion dollars could flow into Bitcoin, he said this could happen over a three year period. So if a spot Bitcoin ETF is approved in 2024 on track, like we're anticipating potentially by January, then Analysts believe the price of Bitcoin would reach this $1 million mark by the year 2027 to 2028, if all goes according to plan. Quoting him here, surely on the way up, there will be many people selling, but this is already directionally clear how much could be the effect of the Bitcoin ETFs being approved. So there you have it, fam. Let me know if you agree or disagree with this analyst. I definitely know the possibilities of what can happen with Bitcoin. Again, the biggest catalysts are right around the corner. We're on the cusp of them right now. Bitcoin having less than six months away, probably take place sometime in April 2024. January, we could finally get the green light from the SEC for these Bitcoin spot ETFs. Potentially, all the major institutions getting the green light around the same time, kind of like a domino effect. Bada boom, bada bing. Now, these major institutions have to hold on to the underlying asset to even offer the spot Bitcoin ETF because it's true price discovery. There's no manipulation in the spot market. The manipulation comes from the derivatives and the futures markets. Why is the SEC and the chairman, Gary Gensler, allowing futures ETFs before spot ETFs, claiming it's in the best interest of the investors? He is full of it. Obviously, they don't want the ETF approved right now because it undermines the value of the U.S. dollar. Bitcoin can go north, returning to an all-time high. God candle, super saiyan, you name it. Bada boom, bada bing. And then what? Everyone's going to take their money out of the dollar and put it into Bitcoin. It can crash the U.S. dollar. This is a very real probability. Gary Gensler would never say that. Instead, what did he say? I don't know what's a security, uh, unregistered, or a commodity. We don't know. I'm no clarity, Gary, and I'm not going to provide any clarity. That way, the markets are unsure, and there's fear in the markets, and the price won't pump. We don't want the ETF is basically what he is saying. But guess what? He can only push it back for so long. So eventually, he's going to have to man up and say, hey, time to approve this mofo. But right now, I think they're allowing their homeboys on Wall Street to get their positions, allowing the Black Rocks, the Fidelities to stack those sats on the low sub 30,000 versus at all-time high levels. And you have the opportunity right now to front run Wall Street and all these major institutions that have a, a combined market cap of over $20 trillion. The total addressable market is north of $700 trillion. The Bitcoin market cap today is still a pup. We're at $500 billion, not even a half a freaking trillion. We're just getting started, fam. If you can feel my excitement, you already know. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode. Hoddle.